Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. I want to welcome everybody to this week's episode of Real Talk Tuesday. This week, we have a double topic that we're going to cover. That is, surround yourself with people that actually care and value you. And topic number two, take your own advice. This is episode 70. So, once again, guys, welcome. Appreciate you being here. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Chris. I'm your host. And every week, pretty much, I do two episodes. Tuesdays are Real Talk Tuesday, where I where I come up with basically whatever topic I might be feeling at the moment, whatever topic I might be inspired about. Uh, with this with this week, there's actually two of them that kind of I was leaning towards both of them. I was like, you know what? I was leaning towards each one individually, and I was like, you know, what? I'll talk about both. Why not? You know, it's information that I think that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people out there probably uh, actually find value in this stuff. One of them. Uh, the surround yourself with uh, right people I was actually inspired by somebody I'm connected with on Facebook. Ah, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't, you know, think of her last name. But it's like her first name is like Malissa. It's like M A L L I S S A or something. I'm connected with her on TikTok, and I'm connected with her on Facebook. I don't think I'm connected with her on Instagram yet, but maybe I am. I don't know. But um, I know when I was listening to doing my, you know, my uh, daily, I call it Bible reading, but it's, it's an app that I listen to, that I go through the Bible in 90 days, but it, I listen to it like an audiobook. And um, every day there's like a daily lesson. And then, you know, by the night, by the last day, of course, you're finishing up at the end of the Bible and stuff. But basically, I've, I don't know how many times I've gone through it. Me and my friend Kirsten, we kind of like, because you can invite friends to actually be on the lesson with you. So she and I pretty much have been uh, doing that Bible lesson for the past probably like year and a half, at least two years. Probably two years by this point. Time flies. So I was I was doing today's um, Bible reading, or Bible lesson, pretty much. And I got a little pop up alert that uh, Melissa. I'm assuming it's pronounced kind of like regular, like you would normally pronounce Melissa, but it's with an A, so I don't know if it's Melissa or regular like Melissa. But anyway, she she's kind of the inspiration for one of those for one of those topics because uh, I got a pop up that she was going live, and I was like, eh, well, you know, had a headset on or whatever, so I was able to just bring it up and listen to what she was talking about. And uh, basically, she talked a lot about, uh, I think she said the human brain can only comprehend, or can only manage or comprehend, like 128 relationships. And so even if you know more people than that, you you know, she was talking about how there'd be people that'd be like, oh, I know a lot more people than that. And she was like, she'd be like, you know, but do you though, you know, and how she 
may not remember names, but she would always like focus on every detail of what of the conversation that she's having with people because she wants to know everything about people that she's that she has in her life. And she said that uh, that she kind of bases those conversations on whether or not that she wants like she thinks that they should be like an important part in her life or if they should just be like an acquaintance. So like if you're talking to somebody <laughs> if you're talking to somebody you know you go out to lunch or something you're, 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 you're talking to somebody and they kind of zone out while you're telling them about something you know they're not really paying attention and you have to, have to like stop and you might have to repeat yourself or whatever then obviously they don't value what you're saying and you know so that people like that, you know, it's good to be able to, to pick up on that and to be able to say, like, this person obviously doesn't care so much, you know, care what I have to say, like, it's all about them, you know. And when I was listening to her, I'll admit, like, I, I thought, like, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very, and I know being uh, busy is never an excuse, obviously, so I'm not going to say, well, I'm busy, I can't, I can't, I can't remember everything. It's not necessarily I'm busy. Because of what I, you know, with the way that my schedule is and stuff, working the late nights and all that crap, a lot of times being tired, most of the time, I just have trouble keeping track, I guess. Like, I'm, I'm not, you know, I would remember what we talked about, but, like, I know I'm, I'm one to say I'm horrible with names as well. Like, I'm, I could meet the same person, and I have to meet them a handful of times before, unless their name is, like, like my name, like, it's Chris or... If it's like name of like one of my family members, it'll be easier for me to be. Well, oh, that's that's Allie, that's Aaron, that's you know, that's Chris. Oh, I know them. But um, otherwise, like I can, you know, I'm great. I can remember faces, but I won't remember names. It's a case in point. Um, whenever I uh, met the uh, the team from Minnesota that I deal with. That I meet up with every week except for this past week and a half because I haven't actually ran my uh, my regular loads past week and a half. I guess loads are pretty uh, or freight's been pretty light according to what my boss tells me and stuff. Um, so even though it's kind of that part right there, I'm gonna go into that a little bit later, but because that's part of it, partially into the other topic. <laughs> but. Um, when I first met the team that I that I deal with, I of course you know, because I knew that I was going to be dealing with them every week, and it's good to have each other's phone numbers so that way they can text me what time they're going to get there if they run into issues. I can text them, hey, I'm on my way, I'll be there by nine, or oh, hey, I you know got stuck in traffic trying to get out of Nashville. You know, it's probably going to be like eleven because we're not moving. You know, that way we can keep in contact and stuff. <laughs> But uh, and they're out of St. Paul, and so when I put them, when, when I uh, first met them and I talked to, because it's a married couple, I talked to the uh, the husband of the group, husband part of the team, you know. So now I know his name's Chuck, and I know her name is Joanne or Joanna or something. Um, I basically asked him, I said, "Hey, can I get your phone number? Um, so that way, like, we could keep keep in touch." something happens like we can let each other know what's going on said, yeah absolutely so he you know he gave me his number and i texted him all right i just text you 
Or I just, or I just called your number. You should leave that. Just be sure to save it in there. He's like, what's your name, Chris? Whatever. They they introduced themselves to me too when I first met him. But of course, like we're like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? Can I get your number? You know, blah blah. blah. Really quick. And then we, uh, and then we pretty much went. You know, went did what we had to do. We got our trailers, our load swapped, and then we, uh, you know, got out of there. So when I went to put after Dally's number, of course, like I didn't put his phone, his uh, number saved in my phone. Immediately, I got everything, got myself you know, pre-trip done, got the dispatch set up, you know, got myself dispatched, went inside, heated up food, um, you know, hit the bathroom, refilled my water bottles, and then before I left, I was, I was going ahead and saving the number, but I was like, shit, what did he just, what did he say his name was? <laughs> so, even though now I know what their names are, um, they, uh, additionally, when I saved the number in my phone, I saved it as, you know, FedEx Swap St. Paul Married Couple. Cause I, that's the best I could do. I had no idea. I had no idea what, uh, you know, what the names were and stuff. The only way that I, I managed to actually, like, eventually realize, okay, their names are such and such, is through random conversations. Like, we would, uh, you know, we would talk, you know, chat for a few minutes. We'd, we would, we would, we would meet up most nights, if we, especially if I got there fairly early and they were, they were there waiting on me. And it wasn't like 11 o'clock, it was like 9.30. They might come over like, hey, so how's it going? How's your wife doing? Like, yeah, not too bad. You know, she'd go through this or she's trying to, you know, she's looking at stuff on Indeed or she's, you know, dealing with this at work, you know. And they would mention each other through those conversations. <laughs> so... Like, I'd be talking with Chuck, not knowing his, his, not remembering his name off the top of my head, but of course, I'd be talking to him, and he would say, like, yeah, Joanna was saying such and such. And I'm going, you know, I didn't say anything at first. I was kind of taking, making a mental note. And then there's times where she would be the one talking to me, and she would say something like, yeah, Chuck did, Chuck did such and such, whatever. So, so, after, I think it was probably like a month and a half of us, like, meeting up, you know, doing this load. Which hopefully after technically recording this uh, you know on a Saturday night Sunday morning so you guys will be getting you guys will be uh, hearing this on a Tuesday real talk Tuesday but I figured you know getting the since I'm you gotta go with it when you when you're like all right I have this idea for a topic to talk about so I thought about it and like I could wait like I did last week but I was like yeah but I'm I'll have the I'll remember what I thought about talking about. So, so one of the nights that we were meeting up, um, I was I was chatting with Chuck or whatever. You know, he came around with chatting. I was like, oh, by the way, I'm just, I'm just clarifying, right? I think like, your name's Chuck, her name's Joanne, correct? He goes, yeah. Like, oh, cool. All right. I was like, I was wondering because, and I apologize because I'm really bad with names, but I I can remember faces, but it takes a bit to remember names. And I know, I think, I think I finally got it. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's Chuck and Joanne. I'm like, oh, cool. All right. So, so, so I was like, all right, cool. I got it. You know, I figured out, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations, man. So then he, you know, we shook hands again. He goes, so nice to meet you officially now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you too, man. I was like, I apologize. I was like, I was, you know, I was like, that's just how my mind works. I was like, I'm just very bad at remembering names you know it just it depends you know especially like right now I probably won't remember names because this week has just been you know, 
hell we can kind of... Not because of work. I mean, not because of the workload. Mainly because of... Uh, because of, like... I had... I think it was Thursday nights. Might have been Wednesday night. No, it was Thursday. So Thursday night, I was supposed to work. But instead, I was going to work. Friday. Okay, no, so it was Wednesday. See, yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to get the dates to get the keep, keep gonna try to keep the date straight too so it's like all right so it was a Wednesday or Thursday but I think it was Wednesday night I was supposed to work but he my boss called me and asked if if I could uh switch to days for a couple days not like you said days you talk like early afternoon or what he goes not like 9 a.m oh right, okay well I was like I'm not I'm not a morning person I was like I said, plus I have a two o'clock appointment at the VA because I'm establishing primary care there because I've got medical coverage through the VA and, you know, dealing with the whole certain meds I need for the, as far as the diabetic diagnosis go from like 25 bucks to freaking 300 bucks because of my deductible. And I'm, from what I hear, they can get covered through the VA. So I'm like, okay, cool, you know. And I told us that that's why, like, you know, Friday would be a little tough uh, to run days mainly because of my two o'clock appointment that afternoon. He's all right. Well, how about how about this? Like, uh, why don't I put you on there? Like, I'll get you uh, running the load tomorrow morning, which would be Thursday morning. And uh, I was like, well, like, what would I do tonight? Would I just be off? So that way we switch the days or whatever. And he was, yeah, pretty much. And then like Friday, I'll put you back at night or whatever. And, like, all right, you know, like I guess that'll work. So, didn't run anything Wednesday night, and basically I was told that I'd probably get paid like for eight hours of standby, because I said I don't want to just have a night off and not get paid, because that's, you know, going to be quite a bit of hit on the week, you know, versus like actually doing something small and making something. So, didn't work Wednesday night at all. Thursday, I literally, like, being that I'm not a morning person, I try, I try to go to bed by like midnight. And uh, had trouble sleeping because, of course, I'm so used to going to bed like probably three or four, at least sometimes five a.m. You know, because I work swing shift. You know, I'm, like right now it's one thirty in the morning. I'm still probably like an hour away from where I'm delivering in uh, Riversboro because I took a load down to uh, Atlanta. And, uh, and then, of course, I'm like, yeah, what do you guys got for me to go back to Nashville? They're like, oh, actually, uh, we'll probably something tomorrow morning. So here's a signing sheet. I said, actually, I don't do overnights. I said, I'm, I'm literally here back. And said, oh, okay. Well, what Nashville are you out of? Like North Carolina? I'm like, no, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. So he disappeared back for a couple minutes. He came back and said, all right, they got a, uh, a loaded pump trailer that's going to Murfreesboro. And then from there, we can get you uh, to Nashville. I said, that, that's fine. I think. Murfreesboro hub is literally off of 24 as well. I literally would be going by it on my way to Nashville, so it's not like that much of a detour. It's like get off on an exit, and go drop that trailer, and then have them dispatch me to Nashville. So like I, I can I can deal with that. It's fine, especially because I'm not dealing with um, doubles. Like I've literally just got the one 
26 or 28 foot clump behind me. So, but, so after all that time, you know, finally got, you know, have a team. I still didn't update it in my phone and I didn't change their names or whatever, whatever happened and saved as. And I just literally was like, now I know their names are Chuck and Joanna. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but, but that's just, that's not because, and you know, that's one of the things that like if I were commenting and stuff on Melissa's and you know, if it's just going out to that lady right there, if, if you, <laughs> Melissa, if you hear this episode and I'm saying your name wrong, I apologize. Please feel free to reach out and let me know. You know, let me know so I can not massacre it. So apologies in advance if I'm massacring your name. Because I know, like, with my last name, if people are like, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it, uh, Blah? Blah? Blagit? Blagit? I'm like, no. It's Blagit. Oh, okay. Unless it's a phone call on unknown number. Mr. Blagit? Mr. Blagit? I'm like, nope, not interested. Click. Because usually it's a telemarketer calling, trying to sell you something, or a collector trying to get, get payment. I'm like, nope, no way. <laughs> but, um. Sorry, I get a little sidetracked for a second, you know. I just how my mind is lately because I'm tired of it, but, um. So, basically, what she would talk about is how like she would have these conversations with somebody you know or like go out go out to lunch or go hang out with them or whatever and she would literally be laser focused trying to pick up on every detail that that person talked about because they she values you know she values people in her life and i'm like and i, I what i guess what i was saying was if i were cop replying in that uh that live if i were you know commenting on her live which i didn't i just i i reacted to it in the heart on it but otherwise i'm just in there listening in and uh, of course I think for a while I was the only one so like one one viewer and I, I was like oh I'm the only one okay that's interesting she has quite a few followers so it, you know but uh, if I were commenting it wouldn't have been it would have been me being like well I would I don't deliberately not pick up on stuff like depends on how like Depends on how I'm feeling, what I'm, what, what's going on and stuff. Because, yeah, I'll be paying attention, but I but I might forget it later, you know. Not on purpose, just, you know. It's how my, how my memory is kind of scatterbrained sometimes. Unless I'm, like, really well-rested, I'm, like, I'm not very stressed, things are good, then I might, I might retain it easier. But most of the time, especially lately, you know, I, I struggle with that because I'm, like, I'm already... It's one of those things where, like, I've got a dozen or more things that I'm always thinking about, I'm always worrying about, I'm always stressing about, like, you know, for instance, money, health, you know, um, to go along with money, it'd be the rent, and stuff like that, you know, just basically like those major bills, and me being the major breadwinner, that's always a worry for me, because especially, like, lately with the, with the, um, you know, loads canceling and doing different stuff, I have that worry, which I'm kind of trying to keep on the back burner. I haven't, I haven't, I, I don't go out and actually ask the boss or whatever, but I have that, that worry in the back of my mind because I'm still getting messages by the team saying, hey, we're, so we're, we're ETA is going to be eight o'clock. Where are you? And I'm like, I'm on a different run. Like I'm totally getting anything from Atlanta. But there's a little worry in the back of my mind 
then probably probably he's not um, you know, pulling out a valid worry. You know, it's probably not going on. But the worry in the back of my mind is that, you know, because I know my, my boss has talked about wanting to, you know, make sure that everybody gets, gets something. And so what I took away from that was that I might sometimes not be on my run and do something that I make less money on so that someone else can run my run and get a little bit higher miles, you know, to kind of let even everybody out. And I'm like, I understand that. But at the same time, if my run is, if my load is running, I was hired to do that load, and that kind of bugs me. If that's the case, I don't know if that's the case, and I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm trying not to assume that that's the case. You know, because whenever I talk to the boss, like got paid this week, and even got the monthly bonus, and with that bonus, I still barely made what I normally would make after a five-day work week running my regular load for five days, and that's kind of that was kind of kind of depressing kind of to see my check be what it normally is when I normally work five days but basically that means I only made like I made like $600 less than that and I was like that really sucks I told him you know when I got done with my VA appointment yesterday I was not like I'm on my way home I was like I'm not gonna lie like I'm very very uh, stressed out because like I got the bonus which normally I'm like woohoo got the bonus my check is really awesome but I was like I barely made what I normally take I was like so that kind of stresses me out He's like, well, that's like everybody's stressed out. Like that's that's not just come, you know, that's company wide. That's everybody, you know, all across the nation or whatever. You know, just, that's I'm afraid it is. But I'm told after the 14th, it should get better. I'm like, all right, you know, well. So I, it, but I guess it told me that one guy up and quit without without warning, without notice, just kind of up and quit. Went to another contractor with FedEx, but then was obviously sitting in a new truck for a couple days, realizing that it's not just here. He said, oh, I think that it's me, that it was me doing it or the company doing it, but I've been telling him it's, it's across the entire country. He goes, now he realizes it, he wants to come back, and basically my boss said, yeah, that's not happening. I told him, I said, well, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm not quick, I'm very, not quick to leave, because I know that I'm approaching my one-year mark, and I know that he told me that after one year, we get like one week of PTO and one week of vacation. I'm like, that's really awesome. Because otherwise, your first year, you're getting PTO as you work. Like, you know, you get like one hour, you get like one and a half hours per every day that you work. And so, like, by the time I took a vacation, I had like, I think I had like three, like four days of PTO I actually saved up. And I'd been here like six months. So I was like, wow, that doesn't really accumulate very fast. I was like, yeah, but after your one year mark, you know, you get, you actually you get, you get you know, PTO and vacation. You get PTO because we don't have uh, sick pay and stuff, so you get PTO and you get the vacation on top of that. I'm like, well, that's cool. So I told him, I was like, I like, I like being here. I like my job when it's going well. I kind of hate it when it's not going well. Because <laughs> one of the things I told him in the past was, was that uh, when I'm off, my regular days off, I feel fine, you know, because I'm supposed to be off on those days. You know, it's my scheduled days off, but when I'm off during the week, when it's a regular work day, but we just don't have anything to do, I said, I feel out of it, you know, and not going to lie, you know, those days I still will go and be like, all right, well, I'm off, so I'll go grab a couple couple of the adult beverages, enjoy the night, just, just kick back and relax. But, so, <laughs> back to... You know, 
surround yourself with people that actually value you and care. Um, and without, and I, I know, like, hell, I don't even know 128. I mean, I, I probably do, but I, I would. I know that I don't have 128 relationships and people that I would call like they're my circle. My circle is actually very small. Like I, I think there's probably, you know, including the wife. My circle is probably like you know, people that I think actually listen and care. Well, my wife, and my kids, because they do, they do listen, you know. But. Uh, Family aside, aside from the wife, because I know, you know, obviously mentioned the family already, but my wife and probably at least two others, at least. I have people that message me on occasion. They say, How, how's it going? What you up to? Like, hope, hope you're doing well. You know. But, you know, I have probably at least two or three others, aside from my wife, that actually... You know, we have conversations fairly regularly, and uh, you know, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a shout out to Rico and uh, Kirsten. You know, probably some, you know, outside of my uh, my family and stuff, they're probably I would say two of the best, two best friends or whatever. I have other other uh, you know, friends that. They would probably fall into the category of, you know, people that care more about, you know, them benefiting from the relationship or whatever, but like them getting help or them getting support or whatever, but then not support. That's, that's one of the things too, guys. You got like, if, people, if you're supporting others, you know, like you're, hey, that's so, that's so awesome, you know, congratulations. Oh man, you're doing so well. Like you're doing that for them, and you're not getting it. You're not getting that same effort back. Like, let's say, for instance, um, like I have a friend that I'm not going to mention the name, but you know, basically would request, you know, like let's say they're. I'm going to try to find an example here. Um, Let's say you, you know somebody and they, you know, they want your feedback on stuff, want your, want your, you know, way to look at something, way to check what they're doing. And you have also, you know, let's say you're doing this, you're doing something yourself, like you have a project yourself. It may not be the same thing as them. Maybe, maybe they're doing like uh, writing a song or something. And let's say you're writing a you're a poet, you know, you're writing poem poetry and so they're they're showing you their song lyrics like hey like what do you think like what like what what advice do you have like what you think of it was pretty good you know would, would you like would this be something like what kind of music do you think i should put with this and, you're, and of course you're be like well yeah i think it sounds good it looks great i think it looks like a rock song or it looks like uh like oh man that could be country right here but then let's say that you turn around and go, well, I'm like, you know, because they're sending you all their stuff, all their different lyrics to have you like, hey, I revised this. Let me know what you think, you know, and then you feel bad because you're not really sharing your project with them. Like, 
letting them know what you're doing. So you can say, hey, I'm going to send you this now, you know, because I know that you've been showing me all your stuff. I'm going to show you what I'm doing. But then my weeks go by and they're like, well, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to you yet. Or, you know, okay. You know. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like, like one thing Melissa talked about during her life was attention to not to words but to actions because words are cheap like it's easy to say hey i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna do such and such i promise like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it let's talk about when there's men out there that actually say something and they follow through and that is like that like it's really awesome you know and i'm like that, 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 that the funny thing is is like dude, that's kind of why i resonated with her live because i was thinking to myself about like well that's that's literally what i strive to be in life in general, but I, it's like my wife, I know I've talked about, I think I've talked about this in one of the earlier lives, like back in the beginning when we first started, but one of the things that my wife was not very happy about with me back when, at the beginning parts of when I started trucking, because we only had, I think we had one car at the time, and so when I would come home for my two days off at home, like, she would have to come pick me up. And she would want to. Uh, she would want me to give her an exact time frame of when I'm going to be at the yard. And then she, not only that, but she would want me to promise and swear to her that I would be there at that time. And I would, you know, I, even though I was fairly inexperienced, I hadn't been doing trucking very long. I still do traffic-wise. I do the can't, can't guarantee anything out here. Just tonight, even like I, you know, went to Atlanta with this load. And I had no no issues going down. I got to got to the Atlanta uh, terminal, got delivered, got my food heated up in the bathroom, and then uh, you know got the next load, got back out the interstate. And literally, as I got out the interstate, I could see over on the southbound side where I just came like 45 minutes prior, completely shut down because there's like three semis, four cars, and something like big accident, whatever. I was like, oh crap, I barely missed that. But then I'm, you know, I'm thinking, oh, cool, I missed that. Awesome. Then you go north, and you're seeing signs saying, like, hey, that mile marker 310, there's a major accident, all four ways blocked. Shit. <laughs> Thankfully, because I, I use GPS, or I use a, you know, Google Maps when I'm going somewhere I don't normally go to very often. I've only been to Atlanta twice since I've been with, you know, doing uh, my current job. So I use Google Maps to kind of help out. And it's great for, especially down there in that area, giving you a heads up, like, there's an accident, 10 miles. Well, it chimed in my ear saying, like, it's an accident, five miles, there's an alternative route, it'll save you, I said it'd save you 11 minutes, but, you know, I was like, yeah, it's probably not gonna, it's probably gonna save a lot more than that. And I, you know, I zoomed out on the route to kind of see what it looked like if it was like a lot of twists and turns some some, some uh, detours like takes you up in the mountains or whatever and a lot of curves and you're going like 25 miles an hour and so it takes forever but this is like straight shot over straight shot up straight shot back over to uh, near state and so I was like that okay I could probably do that I mean I was confident anyway because I only have one pup trailer so it's not like I have doubles but if you have one trailer it's a little easier to get out of a bind if you can back it up somewhere when you have doubles you can't you gotta find an area where you literally turn around it. But so 
I was able to uh, avoid that shutdown, so that was pretty awesome. You know, but so back to and again, guys, you know how I am. Like I apologize. I, <laughs> I get on a little tangent and then I try to get back to the topic. <laughs> and I guess in a way, I'm kind of do, kind of doing both topics at the same time, kind of. But but let's say the um, you know Fredier's shares their uh, their songs. You share the poetry or whatever and they really don't and they don't really seem you know oh yeah yeah that's kind of blow you off you know even though you've shared it with them you know they have it like you email it to them but then they, they keep asking you well hey did you read the I updated that last song lyric I just did like did you check it out and you're like oh no like I, I haven't looked at you know because you realize at that point that okay they only care about your feedback from them like they don't care about what you do they want they want to benefit from your from your friendship without them also being willing to contribute there and it, or it might be like a just a only let's say it's a work thing like you know you guys talk a lot when you're at work you know they're asking for all these favors or whatever wanting you to check out their, their song lyrics they just wrote what do you like i really want to be professional someday you know i really love your feedback whatever but then you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Hey, did you get a chance to check out my poetry yet? Oh, no, no, not yet. But hey, man, did you see what I just updated on that uh, on that song lyric? And you're like, oh, okay. So I guess what I do doesn't matter. All right, you know. Or, you know, they might glance at something you do. Like, oh, yeah, there were a lot of dumbass mistakes in there. But, oh, it's all good. I mean, it's it, obviously it's not it's not a it's rough track or whatever. It's like, really? Wow, okay, you actually said that. That's interesting. <laughs> Little cues like that, like what Melissa said, like like paying attention to actions versus like words, because people can say they care all they want. You know, like people can say they value what you say all they want, but then when you actually have conversations with some, you know, quote friends or whatever, and they, you know, you'll start to talk about something and they kind of like look away or just like tune out because it's like, oh, it's talking about working. They're, they're talking about this again okay you know that's why my my circle is pretty small like kirsten and rico for instance you know we don't we may not talk every day and with kirsten it's more because like she before coming over here to the stage she was she wasn't working for like 13 years now she's been over here she has a job not used to it so she uh you know obviously she's really tired but she gets home from work so we'll go like two or three days you know it's the funny thing though because it'll be like two days three days and then she'll find myself i'm so sorry i was i was exhausted yesterday when i got home from work and i'm like uh kirsten it's been like two days she was no it wasn't i talked to you yesterday i'm like no you did i was like we talked monday it's now wednesday evening oh well, i'm sorry you know I'm a horrible friend like, no no you're fine you know I, I was like i know you're you're not like you know deliberately like ignoring me or something i, I get it you know I'm just used to doing what I, cur what I do, and uh, even though I'm out here doing a lot of stuff, constantly, um, you know, doing the trucking grind, I'm also always like voice clipping with with people or listening to a podcast or like this in this instance, you know, doing a the next episode for Real Talk Tuesday, keeping it real with you guys, which I hope hopefully I'm not disappointing you right now. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we, 
got to we got to pay attention to the people around us. And if, if somebody like well, well, Melissa actually made a really good point. She was if you have somebody in your life, trying to get the I'm trying to remember exactly how she said it, and I don't want to misquote her. So somewhere along the line, I'm gonna go out and say it's somewhere along the lines of if you have somebody in your life that doesn't value what you say, that you basically zones out whenever you try to talk about what's going on with you. That you need to you need to not have them in your life. And I've actually, you know, I've actually had a few uh, instances like that. I've had people in my life that uh, I thought actually were like not ride or die friends that weren't, you know, weren't going, weren't gonna go anywhere. Like the one friend I told you guys about, hell, both of them, like the one that I told you about that said, I will not apologize for being a good person. You know, she kept taking this abusive a-hole back, pretty much. Because, well, nobody else helps him. You know, like, yeah, there's a reason why. Or, you know, like, there's a reason why he doesn't have anybody else. And then the friend I told you guys about called, that I referred to as D, where we would talk every day, and we were really close, and then for some reason it got to where she would message me every couple of weeks saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so busy, so busy. I'm working on myself, you know, I reach out sometime and I finally said, you know what, don't even bother. I was like, because all I'm getting is that you're messaging me telling me you're too busy to talk. And I was like, well, if you're too busy and you don't want to have anything to do with me, that's fine. You know, fuck off, go away, you know. And so I cut her off and then I cut the, the one off that was basically when, about that, you know, I, I will not apologize for being a good person. Because when she made that comment to me, when I said like, you know, I said basically, like, I, you know, you're like, you need to let him go, like, you need to kick him out, whatever, because he's not going to change. Basically, I was told, well, apparently you're not a good person. Because you won't do the same thing as me. He's like, no, I won't be a doormat. You're right, I won't. So, fuck off. Good, good luck. Wish you the best. Although, with that one, I did say, like, look, if we ever talk again, I, you, I was like, I'm going to, you're going to give me a fucking apology. Because, uh, you know, what you said was bullshit. And with that one, honestly, I, I was kind of surprised. I thought for sure that at some point, you know, I would get a message from her like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't mean it, whatever. Never heard, I haven't heard shit. So I'm like, okay. Obviously, I kind of see where, you know, I would have thought our friendship was higher than somebody that she would take in for a couple months and then kick out because he was basically like either being abusive to her or something. And then she would take it back in again because she felt bad because nobody else. But I guess our friend that kind of showed me the reality of where she valued me as a friend in her life. It apparently, wasn't in, as, anywhere near her size. This guy that she kept taking in, like a, I guess the best thing I could describe would be an F buddy without using, trying to keep the language down as much as possible on this podcast. Obviously, <laughs> I know I slip on occasion, you know, but but that's the thing. Watching the actions, watching how people treat you how they react around you how they how well they're they're tuning into what you actually care about and I'll, i know i'm horrible about it with my wife and she's called me out on it where you know like she'll come home from work and we'll start talking and i'll mention stuff at work and then like we'll get into a fight weeks later she's like you, like you never asked me how my day's going I was like, I'm always interested. I was like, I just figure if there's something you want to talk about, you'll talk about it. Like, you won't expect me to be like, hey, good probe. And I'm like, hey, I'm here. You know, 
I'm like, I'm always here. You can always tell me what's going on. You know, it's like, I may not need to ask you, but I'm always interested in, you know, a lot of it's just being, again, not excuses, just being tired, you know, like mind pretty preoccupied, all that stuff. Um, so I know I spent a lot of time on that first topic, <laughs> but, um, the other part, taking your, or, uh, taking your own advice I did a post today on Facebook because basically the way I like last night was a rough night I, you know it was it was rough in general because of going from uh, Wednesday not working because I was going to switch to mornings on Thursday and then I got up Thursday literally woke up at 7 17 7.30 I was getting ready to go and my, my boss texted me by the way stand by stand by and don't leave yet when he does that, usually I'm like, crap, they cancel the load or whatever. So he calls me. He goes, so, um, do you want to, like, move trucks around for service? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, what happened to the load? Because what I was going to do was that morning I was going to be running a load from Nashville to St. Louis and back. So, like, 300 miles there, 300 miles back. So I was like, oh, man, that's going to be, you know, I'm going to actually make decent money for the day. 600 miles round trip. That'd be awesome. All of a sudden, it's like, well, FedEx is still holding it. So, like... Do you want to do you want to move trucks around for service? And I was like, well, I mean, I don't want to not have any payday, so sure. Like, you know, text me what trucks you, where you where I need to take them. So I took one to Murfreesboro because it was getting an oil change, tire rotation, fluid. Or it was getting oil change, grease, uh, grease fifth wheel, tire rotation, and like filters and whatnot. He's like, it'll probably take like two hours, whatever. So all right, cool. I told him I'll, I'll probably bring my computer with me because. You know, that way I can just work on some stuff. He goes, yeah, yeah, bring the laptop with you, you know. So I was like, yeah. So I loaded up a different bag that I actually got specifically for carrying my computer. And it's a little bit bigger. It's one of those, it's a Samsonite bag, but it has like three or four compartments. So it's pretty, pretty uh, thick. And so like, you know, I got the, the MacBook in the middle part. Of course, I got like my couple of water bottles in the bottom part. You know, I got my gloves, and, you know, my head, both headsets, you know, the, the headphones with the microphone and as well as the Bluetooth headset that I use for like the phone calls and recording these episodes and stuff. Had, had them all in there, you know, so I was like, so I got that all loaded up, got out there, you know, got the, the first truck, took it out there, checked it in. They're like, are you going to wait on it? I'm like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just gonna, I was like, do you have any place I can sit? I'm like, yeah, there's chairs out front of the, the main building. A couple of, like the plastic type uh, patio chairs. So that's cool, you know. So I pulled one out and sat down and got my computer out and literally started working on the next story for Storytime Friday. And uh, and then of course like probably that's funny. Like I I was expecting it to be like two hours, but. It wasn't anywhere near two hours. Probably like 45 minutes. So I'm literally working. I'm about a page in. And they, they'd already, you know, you're here at work. And they're, you know, they're doing the, you know, taking the tires off. And, getting, you know, getting them rotated and whatnot. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. And then they back the truck out. And so I'm thinking, oh, shit, they're already done. But then they pull it back in the bay. I'm like, oh, okay, they must be doing the oil change now. You know, differently. Because they're like two bays, I guess, one's for tires, one's for the oil. 
So because I had started to power down the computers, I thought they were done. When they pulled it back in, oh crap, powered it back on. Went back into the, you know, the, the Word document. Went ahead and continued working on the thing, and they got the oil change and stuff done. It was probably like 15 minutes, and they were already like, back in the truck. I thought, oh crap, they're already done, all right. So, I uh, powered it back down, and, uh, you know, got the truck and started to head back. And my boss, I texted him, I was like, all right, so one, 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 so truck 113, I'm on my way back at that one, you know, and let me know, like, because he, he only gave me two truck numbers, so, like, I thought I was taking, like, a couple of trucks to service, like, each of them, taking to the shop and waiting for them or whatever. But then he told me, no, you're taking this one to get an oil change, tire rotation and stuff, and then this other one, you're just taking and dropping it off the Freightliner swapping that one out for your truck because your truck's that's where your truck's at in the trailer dealership okay something like wow this might not be a very long day and i would kind of joke to them so if i get any pay like the eight hour like standby pay today as well as like probably yesterday he goes, yeah i get to talk to the bosses you know about yesterday but yeah probably like all right cool so i was like if i do like if i and i still don't know but at the time if it was like hey if i'm not getting paid Wednesday night, then I probably would have said, go ahead and work me that night, and I won't do the day shift tomorrow, because, you know, I don't want to have a zero dollar day just so I can then run a load the next morning, which I didn't do. <laughs> so, I got home probably about like, probably 3, 2.30, 2.45 that afternoon, really early for me to get home, because I usually don't work at like 7 a.m., but, uh, kind of hung out with fam, figured I had to do the two o'clock appointment the next afternoon with the, uh, the VA. So literally I deliberately was trying to stay up really late. So I'd go to bed at what I normally do instead of go to bed. Cause I was tired, like halfway through the day. I was like, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. I'm so tired. Oh my God. Sitting there like fat zoning out the, in front of the TV or whatever. So I like, I got, you know, for a little while, I was the only one out there in the living room because my oldest was with her kiddo back at her, and the wife was in the kitchen on the phone with with friend. So I was, I basically got out my computer and I, I wrote, started writing a little bit more, you know. Probably got into like four or five or six pages in or whatever. And then, uh, of course, everybody then congregated in there and we'd start watching, put on a show, or whatever, and start watching something. But, so, stayed up pretty late, got a lot of writing. Like I, by that night, I, you know, when I got paid that night, I basically, cause I was like, you know what? I was like, it's like part of, part of what I, you know how I always say before, you know, like, I keep believing, you know, believe you can, believe you will, and you're already half there. And they just gotta go out there and do it. And, when I posted on Facebook earlier, it was basically how sometimes when I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, like I'm worrying about the income side of my job because of not having a day of work here, or I, I, instead of working a, a, my regular load, making 300 and something dollars, I might get like 150 miles. So I'm making like 80 bucks. I'm like, something's better than nothing. But you know, one of the things I told the boss too was when we we're talking about like hell earlier this week, I think it was Tuesday. He basically was like telling me how well I can't just pay you guys for standby pay. That's actually legal now. I just found that out it's illegal. Got my ass handed to me. 
they want you logged in. I'm like, well, I can't just be logged in. I come in at five and just be logged in and, you know, on the computer in the truck, sitting there all day. Can I? He goes, well, I can. I mean, but it just depends on like if we set a different time for you to be there. So I was like, well, if I sit there all day and then they tell me all we have is a volume grade load, you know, go 60 miles up, 60 miles back. I was like, Jimmy, I was like, that's not worth it for me. Like, I would rather just say, fucking stay home. He's like, well, that's why I, I'm the BD, I'm the bridge for you guys. That way I can try to get other payment, other pay added to your, your day to make it a little bit, a little bit more, more worth it. I was like, okay. So it's just like when the when Thursday night happened, you know, I, you know, I got paid. I thought, you know what, I'm trying to try to be positive. I'm trying not to let myself think too much about it and stuff. And even though technically when you get paid, it's like, yeah, well, financially we're a little, things are a little bit tighter. But even with that, even with all the stress, I still try to make the most of it. So, you know what? I know technically we shouldn't do this, but I'm going to go ahead and take the family out to, to grab Mexican. You know, Thursday night, my check finally hit. It's supposed to usually hit Wednesday night. <laughs> Late last two weeks, I don't know why they, I've been getting paid a day later than normal. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird, but all right, you know. But when I got paid, I came down because, you know, the youngest was upstairs and the wife and the oldest and the grandkid were all down in the main room. So I came down, like, hey, I just got paid. What do you got? And, you know, Mexican, um, Mexican place down the street that's fairly, another reason too is it's fairly affordable. Like, uh, you know, we could go to one Mexican place easily for me and my wife together. I could spend 120 bucks just for two weeks. But yeah, we go to this, we go to the one that's down the street from us. It's fairly new. And um, that one, literally, like, could go with my wife and we both get like two, two drinks and we both get, get some like, chips and queso and we both get a meal and stuff like that. It might be like 50 bucks. Six, 50 or 60 bucks with all that so like I was like hey why don't we go get some Mexican food you know it's, it's still open for another hour and that way we don't have to worry about cooking anything and she was well I thought you didn't get paid yet well you know my paycheck just hit you know she was alright well what do you think like just me and you or all of us and all of us you know, let's, my, let's, let's all go as a family or whatever so we, we went down there and of course I got one of their jumbo margaritas which is pretty awesome my daughter she got a the regular size uh, daiquiri it was like a strawberry daiquiri she got. So my jumbo was pretty huge. One of those glasses that looks like it's really heavy. But yet, I pick it up like, oh wow, this is, I don't know how this is that light. Like, it's, there's almost no weight to it at all. It doesn't feel like a plastic glass. It feels glass, but it doesn't feel like it when you pick it up. And then, like, my daughter's, though, hers is like half the size of my drink. And her, I said, your drink is heavier than my big ass cup. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how that is, you know, but. So, you know, took them down the street, whatever, to, to eat Mexican food and, you know, get everybody fed. Me and my daughter had a drink. My wife didn't grab one. My youngest, basically, because she's all about, like, I want pizza. So she didn't really want to go, but my wife was kind of getting a little upset with her upstairs, getting a little vocal, I guess, you know, to tell her she weren't, like, that's taking this out to dinner, like, let's go, and I was thinking, crap, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have recommended it if I realized that my wife was going to be a 
upset with, you know, if there's going to be yelling upstairs or whatever, you know, it's like, crap, this is not what I intended. I'm trying to, like, hey, let's go eat, let's go have a good time, whatever. But, so, all of us together, like, literally when we got, got the tab, it was literally, like, 79 bucks. I showed the tab to my oldest and Allie. I was like, check that out. She was holy crap, really? But yeah. I was like, that's even with our drinks. And everybody eating whatever, which my youngest, she had uh, chips and queso because that's all she wanted. And I guess she fell up on that because I, I kind of bri- I did a little bit of bribery. I was like, hey, bug, like, I, you know, I know mom. I'm sorry about mom getting upset with you. I'm done, you know, like I don't like when anybody when anybody gets yelled at, you know, especially with me. But I especially don't like hearing her yell at you guys about something. But you know, we'll just come hang out with us, have some chip, chips and queso, and we'll, you know, I'll get a we'll do a Domino's order to get you a pizza. Like, I believe she was okay. Cool, that's works. But then when we got done eating, she was like, so dad, could, uh, like, the pizza for tonight, can I use it for tomorrow instead? Because I'm stuffed. I said, oh, see, you know, so we're all filled up on chips and queso. And she goes, yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So, but, I'm all, you know how I'm always advising, keep moving forward, you know, take it one day at a time, one foot in front of the other. You know, with those days, like, Thursday night went, you know, they all got to bed pretty much right after we came back home from Mexican place. And then I, I put on a movie for myself, probably watching that until probably about midnight. I went up to I was, uh, I don't know if you guys heard that in the background. That was the, uh, <laughs> you guys might not have. It's headsets, noise canceling, pretty awesome. <laughs> but. So I have it on because I know where I'm going as far as Nashville goes, but but to the Murfreesboro yard, I wasn't sure off the top of my head what exit is. I know roughly where it is, so I put on navigation so that way I would, you know, not miss it. All of a sudden, I end up in like Laverne. Oh crap! I went past it by 40 miles. <laughs> but um, I'm glad I didn't like say it in my ear. That would have been weird. So. I get up at midnight or so. I go upstairs. Usually, if I'm in a lot, if I'm gonna go ahead and get on the computer and work on my writing, like late at night, I go ahead and go up in the game room, shut the door, light the lights are off. It's got like a couple of uh, like faint little colored lights in there, like black lights, whatever. So it's not like pitch black in there. But I'll get on the couch and I'll just, you know, be able to focus strictly on that. Like I'm not like doing it up there. I know that I'm not bothering anybody. I'm not going to be keeping anybody up. And so got on the computer and I you know, I just started writing. I think I probably put it like 2 it was like 12.30. I was I'm not going to lie. I was browsing on my phone. Browsing on my phone for a little bit. You know, scrolling through Facebook. Alright, I got to get working on this because why I keep telling myself as far as I move forward and me trying to deal with um, you know in a positive way with these days I might miss because of like loads canceling I tell myself okay any day that I, if I lose a load if I'm stuck at home for the night because you know there's nothing for me to do then, then I'm going to make the most of it by trying to work ahead on the, the stories you know work ahead on my writing 
because I figure that way, if I could get a story ahead, then that puts me in a better better spot, I guess. For when, uh, like, I have my two days off, I can still get up, you know, still get on the computer and write on my days off. But I'd be writing even further ahead. Like, I would already have a story for that week, possibly the next week, and I could be working on the next story already, you know. So that way, even less of a time crunch. So that's kind of what I figured. All right, I got to jump on the computer and... And, uh, you know, get, get some work done, see what I can... I thought my, my plan that night was, hey, I'm going to try and finish this. But then, of course, like, I got quite a few pages in, was doing quite a bit, and I'm like, you know, a lot has already happened in part two of that last story that you guys heard on Friday. And if you haven't heard it yet, if you're new to this podcast, go back and, uh, to uh, Friday's episode and listen. And if you haven't heard, if you're new, go back and listen to all the... Listen to all the Storytime Friday ones, because those are stories that are written by yours truly. Those are not uh, stories I found or whatever. Those are actually, I sit down on my computer every time I'm off each week, and I do a, I write a new uh, story that week. Sorry to start it off. Navigation, because I'm like, I know where I'm at now. <laughs> so... Got on the, basically, I got back on the computer that night, and I probably put about two, two hours, 20 minutes, something like that. It was roughly about a little before three when I stopped, because my cause the only reason why I came to a stop where I was is because my uh, battery on my MacBook was getting down there, and I was like, I better, I was like, I better, uh, this to a close and save it so I don't lose anything if I, you know, because I didn't want the computer to, to power down and, you know, lose the progress I mean, because I, I know it's set up to auto-save but I didn't know if it, would, if it would power off and I would lose all the current progress it's like, that would suck, because it's like several, a couple pages at that point a lot of, a lot of uh, action in the, in the story you know, so Went ahead and brought it to a to a close where it was to be continued later, obviously. And then uh, went ahead, saved it, and powered it down, plugged my computer, and got it charged. But so that's kind of my what I try to do, you know, is I try to make the most of the downtime instead of sitting around thinking crap like we're gonna struggle to pay rent or this bill is gonna be gonna be difficult to pay or whatever or we're gonna not be able to do this. I um, you know. I try to take that time and actually make something happen. Like, you know, get a little more done than the projects I'm working on or, you know. But when I did the, the live earlier is because last night, because last night was basically it was Friday. I did the two o'clock appointment and I was there for probably a good three hours. I probably didn't get out of there until like five. Mainly because, well, first I, you know, I had that was the, had the actual doctor appointment, and then I had to basically because I'm being established. He was like, so I, he, he, <laughs> he drew me a little diagram of the VA. He goes, you're, this is where you're at, because I had to get I had to have somebody actually show me where to go. I'd have somebody show me where to go because um, I was trying to look for information I had said like. 
here at Pod B, room one two four. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm of course when I came in, I came into the emergency room, and I walked out the hall, and I'm looking at the signs. They don't have a big like a big info sign. Like here's where you are, here's the, where this is, here's where that is. Like, kind of like you go in the mall, you know. Don't have that. No, they they basically have a you know each hallway then has a little bit of a sign that. You know, says a little arrow down that hallway, and it says what's down the hallway. That's as close to an info sign as they got. So I'm walking around, and of course, somebody, <laughs> somebody sees me walking around, looking at my phone, and looking up at the the, the, the signs on the, you know, on the uh, hallways and stuff. And they're literally like, "Hey, can I help you? Like, what are you like? What's wrong? Like, are, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just trying to find." Uh, I'm just trying, I said, I'm trying to find primary care. I'm like, well, what, where, where are you going? And I showed them the text message that I haven't pinned up my phone, so that way it won't get shuffled down the line, you know, as I receive other texts. She was, oh, pod B, blah, blah, okay, follow me, it's this way. I'm like, okay, cool. Went down two more hallways, and oh, I, then I started seeing pods. Oh, cool, so there's there's the pods, all right. She was, yeah, so here's where you want to be. Just go check it over there. I'm like, sweet, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So I guess the people behind the counter even like you know, they saw her walk in with me and kind of point at the counter and I was like she's like oh so were you a little lost I said oh, I was a lot lost I said I had no clue where the heck I was going it's like it's my second time here you know and I kind of remembered where I went last time a couple years back where I actually signed up for cover, like medical coverage through the VA that I was actually kind of why I was there yesterday getting established with primary care there so I could actually use the coverage there and one of the things I told the wife if she gets a different job and she has decent health coverage with it that maybe what we should do is have her get her and the youngest covered with her job and then me cancel my insurance with my job altogether. that would give me a little bit of a pay raise which you know be really good when I have a full week and it'll help when I lose days or whatever because that'll be less money going to, to deductions or whatever Surprisingly, I, I didn't know if she would go for that, but I was, surprisingly, she was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I can see us doing that. Because when I was like, yeah, we get, uh, you know, the paychecks would go up, you know, because I wouldn't be paying out the 150 or $200 for the, the insurance or whatever. Instead, I could just go through the VA and I get covered. And you can cover you and Zoe. And she's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. You know, and she definitely was for the paychecks going up, you know, to help out with, the, you know, expenses and whatnot, you know. But so... Bear with me one sec, guys. I try to do my arrival here at the Murfreesboro Hub, which been here for a few sec for a few minutes. So of course it might have already it might have already sometimes these terminals they automatically arrive you because it tracks the trailer. So when you come in, it goes, "You've been arrived by Geofence." Like, oh, okay. Sometimes it does do that. Hey, cool, awesome. It's let me do it. So, recheck back in, see if they got me in the system, or if I have to go talk to somebody at Lion Hall, which I don't want to do, but I will if I have to. What is it? Location number. Nope. Uh, they don't have me in there, so I gotta go talk to somebody. I'm like, great! Knowing them, they'll probably be like, so. 
go do such and such? Nope. I'm, I'm heading back to Nashville, man. No. <laughs> so. So dealt with, you know, the the medical appointment, you know, which is kind of funny. It's meeting the new dot wall. They're, they're going through all the, the questions and stuff, you know, getting established so he's got his like nurse or whatever and they're we're chatting or, what, chatting or whatever she took like my blood pressure and my heart rate and all that stuff you know and I told her I was like yeah I haven't been on blood pressure meds for the past two weeks because I've been needing to refill it but you know money's been a little tight so I haven't you know I said but I had scheduled to get a refill today but then I'm also coming here so I thought she was well do you want to switch your meds over here I was like yeah you know if, if it covers it if they're like free here or or very cheap here, then I'd rather go through the VA as much as possible to get the things I need, you know. Mainly it was there because of not only establishing primary care, but I'm trying to, I was trying to see, because I've heard you can get the, the shots, like Manjaro or whatever, especially if you're diagnosed diabetic, that you should be able to get that through the VA for like 40 bucks for a 90 day supply. I'm like, well, that's a lot better than 250 for a one month. Or if they, if you don't get any discount card, paying 1300 for it, you know. So, some of the questions she asked it was kind of funny. It was like, like you know, and I joked with the wife. I said, "So you're not gonna believe some of the things she asked me." She, she asked me if I get beaten by my spouse at home. She goes, "Wow!" I'm like, yeah, yeah, I had to tell her the truth, love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I was like, "No, no." I was like, "I was like, but my wife's a redhead, so like she could." So I was like, "She could pre, you know." Like, does, does, do you get yelled at by your spouse? I said, uh, me, me and the kiddos would sometimes get yelled at by, the, by my other half, but it's not, like, violent. It's more like she's angry about something or, or she's stressed or whatever, so she ends up, like, snapping. You know, I said, but she always afterwards apologizes for snapping or whatever, but it's like, it's nothing. I was like, it's, it's all good, you know? She was, oh, okay. She was, well, so have you ever been, like, forced into, like, sexual, like, forced into sexual activity and didn't want to do by your spouse. I'm like, no. And I was like, can I be honest about something? She goes, she goes, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I was like, I would be surprised if there's any guys that would say they were forced into sexual activity. <laughs> you know, with their other half anyway. Like, I'm sure there's some situations where they, you know, when they're younger or something, something might have happened. But I mean, like, in a, if you're actually in a relationship, it's like, there's a comedian that, you know, like, like a British guy or something joking about like, talking about his wife he said like um i guess his wife said get that thing out of my face and he goes never in the history of manhood have any guys looked at a v-word looked at a you know your spouse ready to go and basically said get that thing out of my face <laughs> so i was like i'm pretty sure you know, i was like in a relationship like that in a relationship like that, rather. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there. I was like, I told her, I don't think it. I don't think I've ever actually known any any guys that would actually turn down anything. If you know, because most of the time we're the ones that might, you know. I mean, not always. I'm saying that a lot of times the guy might be the one that wants it more, and the other half, you know, the wife or the whatever, might, you know, not really be in the mood or whatever. So it's like. She was, oh, I hear you say. I was like, yeah, like, yeah, but it's never, I was like, nope, never forced. She was, okay. <laughs> but one of the interesting questions was, like, you know, 
do you like have thoughts of hopelessness? Or, you know, do you like thoughts of hurting yourself? Of course, I was like, no, and definitely not the hurting myself, whatever. And I said no about the hopelessness, but then like, you know, then you, you know, I came out when I left that appointment after, well, after basically being sent down to do labs. So I had a lot of blood drawn, had to pee in a cup. And then I, I was going to go to a pharmacy because they were, you know, I still got to wait for the shot. They haven't approved that yet, but I was able to get all my other, all my other meds that would normally get at Publix. I went ahead and got them there because, hey, 90 days, 90 days supplied. I didn't pay anything for them. they cool, you know. But in order to pick those up, you need a, vet, a VA ID card. I didn't have one. So before I went to the pharmacy, because I figured I was going to have trouble picking up my, my prescriptions without an actual ID card, I went down to the main information desk and was like, hey, how do I get a VA ID card? I'll go, go through that door back there. So I went in like, hey, uh, I was told to go through here for to do an ID card. I was like, yeah, go down to the last desk right there. Really easy. I don't know why I didn't do it when I signed up for medical coverage to the VA. Because, uh, you know, I could have done it. It literally was like, 10 minutes like literally the guy's like what's your what's your name you know what's your birthday what's the last form of social is, is this address still the correct address for you I'm like yep and then he printed off a temporary like it's, a, it's basically a page that has the picture of what my id card's gonna look like so i guess i'll have proof you know if we go some i told the wife well at least i'll have like if we go somewhere that offers a military discount i'll have proof like i can show them my va id card she was oh that's cool oh yeah I'm like, but at least now I'll have it. I mean, it's going to be like six weeks before I get it, I think. But at least I'll have it for when I, anytime I have to go to the DA again, I can literally be like, so what, can I see your ID card? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was able to go down to the uh, the pharmacy and get that all, you know, got that activated. Because apparently I had to activate the prescription. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. And then I had to go to the actual check-in window and show the ID card. And they were able to... You know, we had to sit there and watch the big screen that had all the names on there. Like, when your name pops up, your prescription is ready. Cool. All right. So, everywhere I went in that freaking that freaking VA hospital, though, I literally would walk around for probably a good 10 minutes looking at signs, looking at the little diagram of the doctor doing you, which is mostly accurate. There's a little discrepancy there, you know, but otherwise it's pretty accurate. And, um, you know, finding everywhere I needed to go. And so that was that was fun. So I texted my boss after I left, and I kind of I was like, "So I'm on my way out of the VA." Um, that's what I told him about the you know, like, hey, I'm a little bummed because like I got my bonus, but I barely made crap, you know, without the bonus. So I'm thankful I got the bonus because that made my check actually still halfway decent. But I would have been a lot better if it was my regular check plus the 600, or plus the I don't even know. I think it was 600. Because it's based, it's based off of mileage the truck runs for the previous month, you know, so it's like six cents per mile or something, so it's pretty cool. But you got to do the online training and all that stuff, and you got to do all the pre-trips and stuff. And if you don't do any of that, then you basically, they, you get deducted. They, I've had months where, when I first started, where I was like, why am I not getting the bonus? Well, because you're not doing such stuff. Like, yeah, I am. But I wasn't doing it right after I dispatched, so I was getting penalized for it. So now it's like, literally dispatch myself, go on the computer here in the truck, put the load information in there, all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, not slack on it, because I'm like, I want that bonus, because that bonus helps. Especially today, or especially this week it did. But, 
so he, you know when he was like yeah well you know that's just how it is company-wide nationwide you know there's just freights down you know but it should pick back up and then you know after the 14th which it was like the 16th when i'm talking to him so i'm like so we should have picked up by now or are we talking like next week <laughs> so they're all right cool you know i tried that's where i'm trying to be like instead of complaining and you know bitch and complain to him like this sucks man like what's going on whatever i'm trying to be trying to be like at least you know because he can kind of be intimidating himself so i try to be like as respectful as possible like so sir what are we doing tonight you know like what's planned is free to run in you know we didn't, we didn't get any freight from from atlanta so so i was like all right so what are we looking at probably probably show up be on duty by nine o'clock again tonight wait for probably memphis or Knox. and he's like yeah probably knoxville like, all right so i was on my way home and then i you know best is the wife like cause i hadn't eaten at all yet it's five o'clock at 5 30 at that point when i was on my way home and all i had was a little bit of water before i came to the appointment and then you know, didn't have anything else since i didn't even have a water bottle i think i had a water bottle in the truck you know in my ram or whatever but i didn't have it inside the, the uh, clinic with me <clears throat> so i was like messes the wife i said i really want a cheesesteak like i said i'm starving i haven't eaten anything all day i've literally just got out of the clinic i said you want to get cheese you know cheesesteaks it's a philly place that we have that the little food trailer that's permanently set up you know that literally they came from philadelphia and they have like actual authentic philly cheesesteaks like with cheese whiz mayo whatever you know they even you can do mushrooms with it which i would and I was like, do you want to do over here? Or do you want to do, you know, do the Jersey Mike's? She was well, no. I was like, well, we could get mushrooms from Jersey Mike's. She was we could do it from, it's a Philly place too. I'm like, are you sure? It's funny, I'm seeing this guy pull around or whatever to go out the gate here. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to make it out this way. You have to come around the back. So it's like, good luck. He's got doubles too. So I'm like, ooh, it's going to be fun. I almost want to get out and watch him. <laughs> But, uh, so she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we could do mushrooms at, at It's a Philly thing. So I was like, all right. I was like, well, you want me to pick you up so we can go? Because she, she said, like, initially it was, I'd ask you to pick up my prescriptions at Kroger, but I don't know if they're even ready. I said, well, I can try. But, you know, I said, that's what I mentioned, the Philly, eating Philly cheesesteak. And she was like, I was like, do you want me to pick you up? So yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. All right. I was like, then we could get you, me, and Allie a sandwich, and uh, we could probably pick bug up a pizza you know she goes that sounds great plus it was downpouring rain so like i was like we did our best to like not have to get out of the out the weather as much as possible <laughs> so for the first time ever you know i actually went through the drive-thru at the pharmacy at Kroger to get her prescriptions you know because i was gonna just part i said i was like want me to just drop you off at the front and have you walk in really quick while i circled a lot she goes well why like i don't have a card with me i'm like well crap so I was like, so we circled around and went through the drive-thru part. I was like, well, I've never done this before, but we can try it. It worked out pretty good, you know, joking with the lady on the camera or whatever while we're going back and forth. I'm like, I'm just doing this because I don't want to stop in flip-flops because it wasn't, it was nice weather when I went to my appointment earlier, but now obviously it's not. And so I was like, it's just, we're just doing this drive-thru part just so we could, uh, not have to be in the weather. She goes, I hear you, I hear you. But, so, 
boss text me, actually be at the hub at 8, 8.30, you know, because you're going to actually go to, uh, to Lebanon, and then from there you're going to do a back-to-back -back double turn uh, with, um, you know, down to Huntsville and back. So, okay, you know. So I got there at 8, you know, trying to get out, like, literally 8.40, I'm still fine with the Zane. Well, we put you in there for a single trailer to take over there. All right, then I, I get a single trailer, and I bring it up to check in and get myself dispatched and they got me set up for doubles to take two empties. I'm like, no. So I'm calling them and they're like, oh, we gotta wait until that guy comes back. He's on break. Okay. You know, uh, like, but he told me he's put me on a single. Like, I would take me time to actually set up doubles and I gotta be there to Lebanon or whatever. So then the boss calls me. He's like, well, like, are you gonna dispatch anytime soon? And I'm like, well, sir, um, like Mike told me he was putting me on a single, but I've got a single attached. When I log in, it, sets, it has me set up for doubles. When I just talked to somebody, he wants me to freaking wait for Mike to come back. It was well, because you got to be in Lebanon at 9:30. I'm like, oh shit! All right. He goes, yes. If you got a single, just tell him to send you out with a single. I'm like, All right. So I called, didn't give me any choice. Basically, just said, uh, basically just told him, like, look, like I need you guys to switch it. I need you guys to send me over there with. Uh, I've got a 53. So I was like, I have to be there by 9:30. I don't have time to to set up a set of doubles. Like, I, I need to go. All right, cool. We got you set up. Go check back in. Like, right, why could you do this earlier? Why'd you tell me I'd wait? So I got over there, and even when I got to Lebanon, I wasn't ready yet anyway. So I was like, all right, well, went through that one, got that load picked up, finally got down to Huntsville with the first one at like 1, 1 30 in the morning. Had to drop one trailer and then go over to the other Huntsville location drop the other trailer, pick up two empties, go back to Lebanon, and then I'm gonna take another load from Lebanon back down to Huntsville. When I got up to, <laughs> I got up to Lebanon, I got, and I realized at the last minute, it was like, when I got up there and I did a 30 minute break before getting ready to, to get loaded and stuff, and I looked at my time and I was like, three hours and 50 minutes on my, on my um, 11 hour drive time. And I'm going, um, it's a little over two hours to get down to Huntsville. That means that I need probably at least four and a half, five hours total to get down there and get back, make it back to Nashville. So I'm looking at the time going, crap, what did I do? Like, how am I down that low in time? And I realized, oh, crap. Um, I was like, apparently I had left my, instead of putting myself in yard move at all the locations I'd been to, I was in drive time the whole time. So I was ticking down that 11 hour clock. I'm like, oh, crap. So I had to call and talk to Lionel and kind of, be like, uh, so I need you guys to, you know, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do, do you have somebody that can do that run instead of me because this happened and, you know, I, I don't have time to legally get down there and back and I don't want to violate my hours because I'd be bad because FedEx would frown on that. My employer would frown on that, you know, I'd get in trouble, probably get fired. And they're like, oh yeah, we understand. So like, yeah, just, we got somebody to cover it. We'll, we'll go ahead and uh, load you back to Nashville. I'm like, cool, all right. So I got back to Nashville. Well, by that point, I was like, going to sleep like 7.30 this morning and just really like stress the heck out and uh, when I got on the road this afternoon it was like you know it's like I was I was awake and I was you know feeling okay but still kind of like you know you got that when you're just really stressed out it's really dragging you down and that was part of why I did that post on, online basically saying like sometimes I find it hard to take my own advice because I'm always about trying to keep moving forward, keep you 
know, keep taking it day by day, week by week. But I said some days I was like, it almost feels like it's a really hard thing to do. You know, so, but, you know, then I have to be like, you know what, no matter what, on that post, I'm literally like, you know what, no matter how heavy, how heavy, no matter how heavy of the weight that I'm carrying around is, I was like, I just got to keep trying. I got to keep pushing on. I got to just keep, keep going. And I, I've had quite a few comments already, like, you got this, man, yeah, yeah keep going, man, that's all, you, like, you got this, you know, like, we know you, like, you're, you're, you're tough, tougher than most people, like, a lot of people that I know, like, you're all, like, you're always positive, and, you know, we, like, we're grateful to, to be friends with you, whatever, and I'm like, well, I appreciate that, thank you, you know, um, it's like, oof, it's hard sometimes, so, I mean, it's not like when I, so for anybody out there listening and, you know, don't misunderstand it, whatever I'm saying, like, keep pushing forward, keep believing. That is as much for me as it is for you guys, because I struggle with a lot of stuff too. You know, like I have a lot of weight I carry around, a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of, you know, it's got a lot of weight on my shoulders, like the weight of the world because of being the, you know, pretty much the major breadwinner in our household and trying to make sure that everything gets taken care of and and then dealing with the financial stress of loads canceling and me being like, it would be so easy to just up and leave, go to another job, but at the same time I'm going, when my load is ready five days a week for a while, things are good. Like I'm getting my full checks, I get the full checks plus bonuses once a month, things are good. But then when things are bad, they really suck. So I find myself just coming to work even, even though I'd rather just stay in bed, someday I'm gonna stay in bed and cry. <laughs> but, you know, I find myself literally dragging myself out of bed, getting myself ready to go, kissing the wife goodbye, hugging the grandkid, telling the kids I love them, and uh, say, see you guys in the morning. And I get in the, the ram and I head out. I get to the truck and come out here and do what I gotta do. And then I, I go home, eat something before I go to sleep, and go upstairs and go to bed. And I rinse and repeat five days a week. And, uh, and then, of course, I then I enjoy my two days off where I get the adult beverages and stuff, kind of wind down, chill out, relax, whatever, get some writing done to, to prepare for the next Storytime Friday episodes for you guys. Cause, you know, one of the things I, I hope I've noticed, I've seen a lot more activity as far as like number of downloads on my hosting platform. I have noticed it seems like I have more people more listeners tuning in lately since I've done the story time ones. That's awesome. I will ask you guys though, uh, you know, if you do like this podcast, feel free to, because word of mouth is great. So if you, if you know people that might actually, they're, they're into listening to stories or whatever, then by all means, let, let your friends know, guys. So in conclusion, you know, to close this pot, this episode out, guys, um, I want to say how much I really value those of you that tune in with me, that hang out with me on Tuesdays and Fridays, I really appreciate you guys tuning in and hanging out with me. And if anybody feels inclined, feels motivated, or, you know, like has the desire to support the show, other than obviously word of mouth, um, one way that you can do that for as little as $1 per month will be going to logistshow.com slash support. Uh, there's, like I said, the, the the monthly option or there's a one-time option where you can do one-time whatever. I thank you in advance. I really appreciate any and all contributions because that, that, 
basically it, it helps with um, keeping you know the expenses for keeping the show up and stuff but aside from that just tell people about you know about the blog show let, let your friends know and uh, you know I still have that email address out there, of course, podcast at gmail.com. Or if you go to blodgeshow.com, there is a contact link on the main page. And if you click that, it'll give you the option to send me an email. So send me an email. Tell me if there's anything, any particular topic you want me to talk about on Real Talk Tuesday. Or if you have a story idea, let me know that as well. And I'll see what I can do. Or even if you just like, just let me know what you think of the stories. Because like... One thing I really do appreciate, you know, when, it's, when we're talking about about people in your life that actually um, don't just expect from you, but they actually like they contribute to your life as well. I will do a shout out to my friend Kirsten. No, my friend Kirsten and Rico. But recently, I would say most recent shout out would be to Kirsten. One thing I really appreciate about her, and I don't even I don't even ask her, like, hey, what you think? Like I literally. The Friday Storytime Friday episode post, and then literally within an hour, I'm getting a message from her. Oh my god, that story was awesome! I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait for part two, or I can't wait for the you know, like oh man, that was that was amazing. Oh my god, telling me how like you know her ex. I guess he wrote a couple books, but I guess he wasn't. Very, sounds like he wasn't very like very good. She said all the books kind of sucked. She goes, I only read one of them and I couldn't really get into it. Like you know, his family and friends bought a couple books, but he didn't really. Like he never succeeded at him. She goes, but if he would write, like if he was writing like you, then man, he you actually would have been. I'm like, well, I mean, I was like, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. So I was like, you know, loved. I do have a the, like a book in the works that I haven't really put in put anything else into for a couple weeks, but it's like got probably about 150 pages so far. Still got a lot of ways for it to go, but I I played it for her. Like I've recorded audio of like, you know, one of those apps where you can read it to you. So I've uploaded that and then I was recording it as voice clips while that that was reading my current book. And then I was sending her the voice clips as so basically she was listening to it after I listened to it because I would record it and I would send it to her. And then record the next part and send it to her. And then it ended where I where I basically had a you know last written in that and where it ended it was like, oh man, I thought I went further than but when she got the last part, she was like, oh my god, like, ah, what more? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, that's where it stopped, apparently. I was like, but I was like, but I'm focusing on the writing now, so I'm, I will get that done. I was like, that might be part of why I'll try to get, like, two or three weeks ahead in the Storytime Friday episodes, or in the Storytime Friday stories, that I can start trying to hammer some more stuff out with the book, you know, get a little, a little more substance of that, so that way I can be... Rolling up, rolling right along in there for uh, you know towards getting that published, getting a finished product, you know. But one other thing I'm thinking about doing that I told the wife because I want to, you know, want to have other like I plan to have like merchandise eventually. And one of the things I'm thinking about doing because I already have a second book idea. And basically, what that second book will be will be me turning every time I have so many of the Storytime Friday stories written, turning though turning a handful of those into an actual book you know, maybe entitling it Blodgett Show Podcast Stories and having that book be something that like if people will say donate or they contribute to the site or support the site or whatever you know like at a certain level or something I don't know I haven't gotten that far ahead but that uh, they would you know get a free like I would send them a free book or if I have like bugs with the Blodgett Show um, logo or whatever 
cover art, whatever, you know, have merchandise like that that I would send people. You know, it's all stuff in the works, you know, but of course, on the financial side, can't really do much right now because still still fairly new and of course dealing with all the stuff with my work you know it's kind of hard for me to try to plan for stuff like that i was just glad i got the website up and running <laughs> so baby steps you know baby steps that's why i was saying you gotta gotta keep you know i gotta take my own advice gotta keep pushing forward gotta keep trying refuse to give up refuse to quit refuse to throw in the towel because it's like where am i gonna go like if i were to throw in the towel like where, what am i gonna do like what do i do nothing like i have no i wouldn't want to leave where i'm at because i do love my job most of the time <laughs> just like i wouldn't want to leave at home if things aren't if, like if we if we struggle at home i wouldn't want to necessarily leave home because you know i, I do love love the fam we have fur kiddos you know we've got three cats and whatever and, and it's like i would lose there's a lot of there's a lot of things that would you know wouldn't be very beneficial if I were to quit on anything, like quit a job, uh, who knows what I'd be jumping into, and stuff like that, so, but anyway guys, I've talked to you off enough, I apologize. I apologize, it's been an hour and a half, it's the longest episode I've ever done, but hopefully, I would be curious to see if uh, people, any of my listeners out there, you know, if you guys hung in there with me for the full amount, because, you know, I, and I'm just going to say I appreciate you if you did. But again, throw me an email if you guys have any suggestions, comments, questions, topics you want me to cover. Um, on the main page, the drop down menu, click the support to see where you can actually go and click the support button if you want to actually do, like support the uh, the podcast or the promotions that has have a few promotional options for you guys to sign up with an account with Sophie and make fun, make get get a little bonus or whatever. But on that note, guys, as I always say, with you know, the advice I got to take, you know, take my own advice, keep pushing forward, keep believing, believe you can, believe you will, and you're already halfway there, and then you just have to go out there and do it. Um, and I guess a little more advice because of the topic about the, you know, who you have in your, like the people that you have in your life. Pay attention to actions versus words because people can say I, tr- I believe in you and uh, I support you whatever but if you're doing something let's say that you have a friend or some, just somebody in your life in general let's say you have a friend or somebody in your life that the way they support you is by liking your posts but they, they might not listen to what like in my case for instance I know I know there's at least a handful that basically they, they always like my stuff like they like my post when I share it on Facebook or like it on TikTok or Instagram. But I'm pretty sure they don't. You know, they might tune in every so often, but I don't think they actually actively listen to my podcast. And it's like, if you're going to support me, liking my post, yeah, that's great. Commenting is even greater. But actually tuning in and saying, oh, wow, tonight's podcast episode was great. That, or you know, stuff like that. Or if it could be not even a podcast, like if you're doing your if you're a baker or something, or if you're like, when I said the example earlier, the random, you know, theoretical example, poetry, you know, let's say you do poetry, you know, somebody, and somebody basically just likes about it, but doesn't actually like read it and tell you like, they're just, there's like, oh, that's really awesome. You do poetry, poetry, congratulations. Like, I, I like, it's really awesome. But they don't, they don't check it out. And they don't comment. They don't, you know, give you feedback. I like that. I read it. Oh my God, that was a really great poem. 
you know, because I, like I said, that's why I do a shout out to Kirsten because I really, really, Kirsten, if you listen to this, this episode, and I know you listen to the Storytime ones, so, but if you tune into this one, since I know you said you like audiobooks, and this is an hour and a half long episode. <laughs> so if you listen to this episode, and I, I kind of look forward to you commenting to me, like you actually messaging me, and you know, because of the fact that I did a shout out with you. <laughs> But I'm going to say I really appreciate you, the fact that when you hear my stories, that you actually that you uh, thoroughly enjoy them. That really makes me feel really good as, as a writer. Because, you know, I mean, we all hope that we're good at what we do, but you, de- like, you never know for a fact until other people talk about how good you are or talk about how good they feel you are. I'm going to try to be humble and say, I don't, I'm not going to say that I'm, hey, I'm this great writer or whatever, but I'm say I do the best I can. I try to do, give you guys the best stories I possibly can. And the fact that at least she and a couple others, when, they, when they've read them or when they've listened to them, have messaged me saying like, that was really awesome, man. What, what do you got going on for next week? And I'm like, well, I'm currently working on it. So when she, uh, when she said, oh my God, like the story was awesome. It came out even better than I thought it was going to come out. And I can't wait for part two. I said, well, you're going to love part two. Part two, I've got quite a bit to it already. I'm still working on it, but I've got a lot of substance there. I've kind of changed my approach a little bit with it, you know, and I was like, I think you're going to like it. So really appreciate you. And I thank you, you know, Kirsten, for the value of your friendship. And I value, your, you know, the fact that you enjoy what I put out there. So anyway, guys, I'll stop blabbing. But, uh, you know, feel free to uh, drop me an email. Feel free to check out the sites. got this guys the things like you know no matter how bad things get just gotta keep pushing on and stuff if you struggle like if you're struggling or whatever and you just want somebody like you want to like feel, drop me an email there too like just, you know i keep thinking one of these stories of one of these real talk tuesdays one of the like i really want to figure out how i could go about like having somebody else on the podcast like my brother rico i keep telling him hey i want to figure out how i might be able to record a conversation with you because he's in charlotte and i'm in nashville and i was like keep telling i want to figure out how i can record a conversation with you and have a little interview where i'd interview you and, you know let him talk about his music and whatnot you know try to change up the real talk tuesdays a little bit sometimes instead of having it just be real talk you know whatever topics i'm going to cover have it actually be hey today we have a guest on who's going to tell us about such and such or whatever and you know kind of promote for them a little bit like hey where can they find you but that's kind of that's like the story time friday was an idea for me for a little bit I, it took me a minute to actually start you know getting it implemented so interviews is something i'm thinking about doing as well to kind of like like yeah do a little variety and stuff in the podcast so anyway y'all i appreciate y'all being here and um you know be sure to tune in on friday for the next story which is part two of the current story which is the fight within part two again if you're new fight within part one is was posted friday night and uh you know of course there's like a month and a half which is like five or six fridays before that that have stories as well so go check those out let me know what you think and tell your friends and Hit subscribe and follow on these on the podcast, and that way you get alerted whenever a new episode posts. But on that note, guys, love you guys. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Many people have tried, and um, 
appreciate you. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode, which will be Storytime Friday on episode 71. Have a good one.